Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon and welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Milton Glick along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch who are answering questions off the air uh, for people who got here early to talk to them. Uh, here is Millburgers Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. It's a beautiful day here. Lots of folks out here shopping. Uh, we encourage you to come on out and be a part of... Uh, the uh, the experience here at Millburgers and come shopping with all your peers. Uh, lots of things going on too, and I want to remind you, uh, the place to go to learn more about all the stuff that's going on is MillburgerNursery.com. That's MillburgerNursery.com. If you go there, you'll also learn a little bit about what's on sale, and I'll give you some of those ideas in just a second. So whenever y'all are ready, we're ready. Yep, we're we're starting. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867. Ma'am, did you want to come on the air with us? Did you want to ask your question on the air? We're doing a radio show. It's easy. Just talk. Yeah, just, just talk right into that mic. Which, you just, just, just talk and you'll be fine. In the, in the, in the hat right under there. What's you got? Go, what's going on? How can we help you? I just wanted to ask about what we could grow here, like a little herbs and pots and things. What's, what goes what grows well, like peppers and things like that. If you had a particular brands that would go well. Oh, this man is the herb king. So you... <laughs> In fact, my father's named Herb. There you go. Uh, <laughs> the, you grow them in containers, okay? And uh, almost any of the herbs will do well in containers. Oh, there. Uh, The larger the container, the better they'll grow. Okay, that's good. Uh, She just showed me how large the container is. Use a potting mix. Follow the woman in the red. And uh, uh, mix in some uh, Osmocote slow-release fertilizer. That fertilize that keeps the plant fertilized for about three months, and you can also use water soluble fertilizer in addition to the osmocote. Uh, now, as far as what herbs to grow, you need to grow what herbs you use. Uh, rosemary is the most uh, is 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 a common herb. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, not herb, not rosemary. Uh, basil. Basil, yeah. Basil. I'm thinking of basil. I'm growing basil, and I can't grow anything. <laughs> so, just letting you know. So, uh, and there's different kinds of basil. Lots of do you know what? Do you know what you what you want to cook with, or what what you want to use them for? Just for like, I put in soups and different things. I'm just trying to try to grow them this time instead of using the spices dry. Oh, okay. Of course, the easiest one to grow is mint. 
the uh, pepper, we got peppermint. Well, uh, there's available. I don't know if you got them. Uh, peppermint, spearmint, uh, regular kinds of, of mint as a as a. Uh, and they they have to be contained. They grow so fast. So, uh, but you can mix like uh, basil and uh, mint and uh, things like that in. That, like I said, the important thing with with herbs is to know what you're going to use them for. And the which, her, which? herbs are on the herb table over there. See, it says herbs. <laughs> what do you like? And those are ones that they know are good for this time of year. So you can really be confident that if you see something you like there, it does well this time of year. What was your question on peppers? Just uh, just get a little closer. Perfect. The little peppers, do they grow well here? Like little, like I like jalapeno peppers, those kind of things. Do you grow something like that here? Oh, yeah. Where are you from? Kentucky. Where? Kentucky. Kentucky. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this is pepper capital of the world out here. Um, I don't know if we have any. I don't. I don't see any out there. There's. I think that second bench at the end. Yeah, there's some. You just missed it. It's one of those. You're a bit late for the. But they. They'll be. They'll be back. There'll be more of them. But there's at least one. I didn't even see what kind of variety well, there are over there. That must be those hot peppers. Do you like hot peppers? Okay. See that at the end of the second bench, right by those little uh, tree tree-like uh, plants. Uh, that I think those are hot peppers, really hot peppers. Okay, perfect. And they can be planted now. Great. Right. So any any peppers you find can be planted now. More hot peppers too, jalapenos, or chili patines, or any of those if you can find the plant. Yeah, expect okay. expect them. Uh, Next week or the week after, they'll get a, a whole bunch of peppers. There'll be the banana peppers, the yeah. jalapenos, all, all those. Because okay. you just kind of miss that peak right now. Great. Right. Thank okay, you so much. Thank you for coming by. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. It's toll free. It's 866-308. 8867. I have a pepper question. You're full of yourself today, Milton. What is that? Answering those questions and everything. Oh, wow. Okay. I'm proud of you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Even though you got your mask on again today. I know. Everybody. Yeah, everybody's does. got the mask on. That's good. Okay, so I, Laura planted, took a, a, a bell pepper that she liked, and she then got the core and scraped the seeds into a little container. And now she's got lots of sprouts. Yeah. And now she wants to know what to do with them. Where should she plant them? In the ground? In another, a bigger container? How far apart? In the sun? I'd go ahead and uh, let them plant them out at the landfill. Why? Out at the, yeah, put them out with the garbage. Carefully put them in the garbage can. And uh, they'll take them out to the landfill. And uh... Uh, uh, we're, we're having some technical difficulties with Jerry's. <laughs> Okay, so if we no, don't, you can, you can grow, you can grow them, but uh, bell peppers are the least productive pepper oh, that no, we have. Really. Now they they've got uh, they don't, as far as I can tell, they don't have the plants available now. But the one that they, uh, I've got a, uh, about uh, four of them planted, 
and uh, it's amazing. Last year I had good luck with him, and this year too. I've always had Bell- problems with Bell Peppers. Yeah. Like, oh you know, wow! So, so this this selection. Uh, I wish I could remember the name. I was trying to think of the name too. But it's amazing because right. they got they, you know they've got about half oh half size fruit, yeah. fruit on already. So. All right, got a question from the crowd, sir. Did you want to come on the air? Hi. All right. Well, uh, I guess not. He's going to talk to Calvin. So Billy's <laughs> on the line at 210. Okay, Billy. 308 210 He's calling to tell us that the tomatoes have cleared up. Oh. The tomato leaves are, are growing healthy and happy now. Billy, tell us that. <laughs> I wish they had, but that, that's not uh. so uh, not having a problem. That's not what I called about. I have a bunch of tomatoes, but I do still have some some yellow stuff down at the bottom. I, I spray once a week, and it's still there. But I, I really called to give you a rain report. I knew you were going to ask for one, so I'm just going to yeah. be uh, But is, 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 is the yellow spreading upward? Yes. Or is it stable? It's not spreading upward, is it? Yes, it is. Not, not much, but a little bit, yes. Okay, well, that's... Uh, uh, you spraying with the fungicide probably stopped its spread. Yes, it okay, slowed it yeah, down. What, okay, what, what's your question? I didn't have a question. I just called to give you a rain report. Oh, okay. No, okay. Billy. Billy? Yes. So, one, one, if, 1. If 32 last night and 2.64 for the week. Wow. Oh, okay. Great. Holy cow, that's great. And then, are we supposed to get more rain tonight, or was last night it? Last night was it, I think. Okay. Yeah, I think so. So I'm going to ask Billy. Billy, let's say that you had some green peppers that sprouted. Oh, Lord. Uh-huh. What would oh, you do with I, them? I, I used to I used to grow green peppers in Fort Worth, but I moved to San Antonio. I just don't have much luck with them. Uh-oh. Uh, oh, you're going to agree with Jerry. Man, okay. So, well, we're going to just scoop out the seeds and try to put them in containers and see what happens, I guess. Some bigger containers? Have a beautiful tinted patine plant. Yeah. I wish we had some Rio Grande gold peppers. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, that'd be nice. If anybody, yeah. if anybody's growing them, just bring yeah. a couple, couple <laughs> pods up here to the uh, to Millburgers, and I'll uh, I will. Yeah, now if you had uh, real grandy gold peppers, yeah, and save the seed from those. Yeah, they they'd be uh, in production by the fall. Yeah, I, I, no, I did several years ago, but not anymore. Well, I'm going to put it out there because they do have a tendency to volunteer. Mine did. Oh yeah. So I, maybe they'll come up. So if you notice any, you can uh, give us a yell. Thanks. I'll do so that. so two two point six four, huh? Two point six four for the week. One point. That's incredible. That's nice. A great deal. Yeah. Very good. And Billy, good. we're enjoying that rose. Thank you so much for that gift. We're really Laura is pampering it. And hey, uh, yeah, oh yeah. Oh, okay. We had some beautiful. It's it was deeper red than I suspected it would be. That was pretty. Well, I have uh, I have about twenty of those. Oh my gosh! How do you do it? Do you have like a hedge or what do you? Uh, they're they're in a beside the sidewalk in the front yard. Oh, that must look pretty. Yes. Hang on, Calvin. Wanted to ask you something. I turned him down. Go ahead, Calvin. Billy, what what variety is it? Uh, the, the rose. Uh, the rose. Uh, Martha Gonzalez. 
Yeah, that's what. Oh yeah, that's yeah one of my favorites. Yeah, that was sure is pretty, and Laura's taking care of it. That that's good. It's got a chance. It's got a chance, Billy. <laughs> well, you're the first report I've had. I gave about three or four of them away, and you're the first oh. one that's reported. So that's good. Good. Okay. All right. Thanks, Billy. Yeah. Talk to you later, Billy. So we got our rain report. Billy's starting it off with 2.64 for the week. Oh, for the week? Yeah. How about you, Calvin? Did you? I, have... I had 1.6 inches for the for the the week. Okay. Uh, I had uh, one inch less yesterday. Uh, Let's see, this morning, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. last night. And huh. then I had a point, uh, point six the day before. But that that was pretty much all. I was amazed because uh, some places were re- re- reporting a lot more rain. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's that's going to help the aquifer, though. Yeah, a lot of it over the aquifer was yeah. getting good rain. All right, 210-308-8867, 210 8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Hey, if you missed your opportunity to uh, get the Blue Plumbago. uh, Oh, no. Yeah, we got lots of them here. There's 688, the one-gallon container. But, man, are they gorgeous, and people are still buying them. It's great. Um, Lots of stuff here, and uh, I was going to talk to you about some of the things that were on sale. Trace will come visit us in a little while, too, and we'll ask him about some of the things like the peppers and other stuff that may be coming in, uh, but uh, and they got my favorite vinca on sale. Yeah, the vincas are on sale for eighty-eight cents each in the four-inch pot. Yeah, somebody uh, somebody came up and asked just then, uh, did we have a have vinca in smaller containers? Oh my gosh, the, uh, they they used to be in. Uh, <laughs> Used to grow them in, uh, and I guess they still grow some in uh, pea pots, two and a half, two inch. Oh, and they'd have like super six packs or something that you'd buy? No, they just uh, grow them in two pea oh. pots. They'd have six six in a, a tray. And that that is not the, uh, that was pl- a plant that dips pretty well in the two inch. Oh, yeah. Because uh, cause it's so dr- drought tolerant, mm-hmm. where some of the others, uh, Oh, you know things like zinnias do much better in a in that six that super six pack or the four inch oh, yeah. container. Well, the vinca uh, is is really better, even though it's a little more expensive. It's on sale uh, today here at Millburger. Uh, was a hundred a dollar twenty nine. And it's on sale for eighty-eight cents. Good, yeah, that is pretty. And they have lots of them. So, uh, and that gives you instant color when you get that uh, four-inch pot. That gives you instant color. And with their drought tolerance, that means oh yeah, you don't have to water them every every day, uh, like we did the, well, vi- vi- violas and the pansies <laughs> and those things. So I think the thing that Trace was alluding to that they have never sold. At on sale before is the Mexican feather grass. Did you see that? In the one-gallon container, delicate and graceful ornamental grass with airy flower heads that sway gently with the slightest... Sways gently. Blooms in the summer, great for mass. So is that one of your favorite plants, Melon? I don't know. I I wasn't familiar with it. Oh. uh, (laughs) I think, do they get real big? I don't know. Welcome to the club. What's what's the... uh, Oh, and I have a question for our, our audience, too, but... What's the one that, uh, like, we walked by it in the neighborhood, and Laura said, oh, we used to have fights with those. You'd pick them up, and you'd throw them at people. 
They're Wait like a little, little darts. Oh, uh, not pampas grass. I don't know, maybe, but it's kind of got the same look as the feather, the Mexican feather grass. It's got the real uh, tan, almost uh, pale, whitish brown. Uh, I guess it's a bloom on the top. Somebody will call in because mm-hmm. I saw someone else posted on Facebook that said, if you didn't, you know you grew up in San Antonio, if you threw these at all your friends or something like that, and wow. uh, you'd have fights with them. Yeah. So <laughs> if, if you know what that is, call me at 210-308-8867. I was thinking, well, maybe that's better than Osage Orange, but I'm not sure. You don't have to have fights with them. <laughs> yeah. You get uh, uh, bleed, to, bleed to death instead of getting knocked out. Huh? And our little pup who's no longer with us. We would take her on a walk, and this thing has sharp edges and, and stuff, like an aloe or stuff. It just, and that dog would just, just, you'd be walking with her, and she'd smell something in there that she liked, and she would not, she just walk through it. It's like, ah, stop, and she just wouldn't, you just never seemed to get cut up. She knew what she was doing, but we thought she was going, anyway, it just, it's just a personal story. What happened to her? Oh, she just got sick. She got got old and sick and oh she never never died Is that when you were a kid, little kid or your dog no our current our our, our current dog it was oh. about about a month ago so, yeah uh, oh yeah we used to, we she used to come visit yeah old kiss used to come by and mm-hmm. yep and she just got got to the point where you know as old dogs do uh does he want to come on the air with this question or does we can take a break too if he doesn't want to huh no. Uh, oh, he's got a... Oh. He wants to know if we got tomatoes. All right. Well, 210-308-8867. So we need calls with one. What is the plant that grows real tall? looks almost like river reeds. You know, it's real tall, and you might have thrown it at your friends or played war with it. Uh, two, uh, we want to know how much rain you got. Uh, let's celebrate the rain. And three, we want to know, or I want to know, what apps you use out there, what, what uh, technology you use that helps you enjoy nature, for instance. And, and we'll talk a little bit. We'll share it if you have one. I know we've had listeners that have called us before. I just don't remember it. There are some, for instance, that if you, you can point it at take a picture of a plant, take it the flower, and then you send it, and it will identify it for you. And I think what it does, too, which is really cool, is there are some of them. That'll catalog what you've seen, so it'll save it to a, a heart uh, to you know in the cloud, and uh, so you can kind of go back and look at what you've seen, or if you go on vacation. And I think they do the same thing for birds. I think that you, if you see a bird, you take a picture of it, it identifies it, and then uh, it adds it to your collection. So and I know birders do that a great deal. So if you are aware of those, so lots of things to call about. Oh, they're probably things for insects too. Uh, that if you see insects, you can call and, and you take a picture of it. Calvin, are you aware of any uh, birding apps? We're, I'm asking our listeners to tell us about nature apps that they use. Oh, there, well, there, there are a lot of them. Yeah, so we need, we need your recommendation. It'll be fun. I'm uh, taking more walks out in the woods, and we were uh, going through Hardburger Park, and we saw all these cool things. And it was like, okay, if we took a picture of it, it would be neat to, to see what it was. I've and, gone out with uh, guides even in very different countries, yeah, and they, they'll they target a species of birds. They'll get into the habitat where they've seen it before, and then they put on their little the song that they have on there. Oh, very cool. And the, 
in comes the bird. You know, <laughs> so yeah, it, it is kind of amazing. So uh, yeah, we'll, maybe if I know he's probably still busy, but we'll I'll call Kyle too and and see what his suggestions over at Wild Birds Unlimited. But yeah, our listeners, uh, I, y'all have called in before. Uh, so whether it's insects, birds, uh, f- uh, plants. Uh, what apps do you use for fun? Bernie is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hi, Bernie. Welcome to the garden. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Oh, better than I deserve. Good. Okay. What's going on? <laughs> My question is: I've got a tomato plant in a pot, and but the leaves are curling up. I've got other tomato plants, but it's just this one in a pot. It's a. Now the leaves are curling up. Right. Uh, how did how did you you got it in a container? Uh, how did you how are you fertilizing it, or how did you fertilize it? Osmocote. Good girl. Uh, <laughs> how how tall is it? Uh, is it is it dark and green, and the leaves are just just folding up, or? Well, yeah, it, it's not. Yeah, I, it's not dark green, but they're green and they're just curling up. I don't, yeah. What's, what, uh, how large a container is it? Uh, probably 12 inches. Oh, just 12 inches, huh? Is it getting, is it getting so big that it could be, uh, how, how often you get a half to water it? You have to water it every day, oh, don't you? Just about. Yeah. Because I uh, have other plant other tomato plants in different locations in my landscape and they're doing okay so I water them all at the same time. Okay, are the ones in the other locations in pots? No. Oh okay. Uh, are they the same variety? Is that one that's curling? No. No. This what one is, is a different variety, so yeah, it's a yellow uh, cherry tomato. Oh. And is there any fruit? Uh, flowers, but no fruit yet. <laughs> That's not fruit. Uh, it could it could just be the variety, uh, Carl and the leaves. It could also be, uh, I, I always go back to fertilization. But uh, you can't over-fertilize with Osmocote. And, okay. Uh, so uh, I'm thinking it's just a variety. And uh, you might you might want to step it up to a larger container. Yeah, 12 inches is not a very big container for a uh, tomato. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I really, uh, I, I like them in uh, half whiskey barrels. Yeah. They're, they're, they're uh, relatively easy to grow them in there. Yeah, one plant per whiskey barrel. Oh, okay. Well, that could surely be it. All right, so there's no drugs I've given it or anything, right? There's no, okay, do you remember the name of the uh, cherry tomato? Yellow cherry tomato? No, I just know it's a yellow cherry tomato. That's okay. Where'd you get it? Did you get it in Melbourne? No, I got it. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, <I told> you. <laughs> uh, got, got it next at Home Depot. Yes, yes, I will be up next time. 
Okay. okay. Uh, if you if you get some lumber, you need some lumber for your house or garden. Come to Millburgers to get the lumber. Okay. <laughs> don't don't go to Home Depot. Point well but, taken. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but at, le- at least put it in a container that's twice as large, and then you got a more of a chance. And you can easily do it with just get some potting soil from Millburgers, of course. And uh, is it already big? Or is no, it well, it's in a 12-inch container, so so it'll just it'll just slide out and go into the big container, and I don't think you'll you'll miss yeah, a dip. Uh-huh. Don't, miss we, a, don't we only have okay. like uh, four or six more weeks? Okay. Oh yeah. Uh, okay. It's well, a cherry thank tomato, you. anyway. Mm, okay. It's blooming. Well, I like cherry tomatoes. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. It's finger food. <laughs> yes. All right. Yes. Okay. okay good so luck much. to you. Thanks, Bernie. Yes. Bye bye. Bye bye. Trace, I hate to do this to you, but I've, I've I've waited too. I know. I got to take a quick break. It'll be quick, and we'll come back in a moment. He does that break. just when you walk up. No. On purpose. Uh, yeah. No, I swear. Back in a moment on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. I want to talk to you about the confidence that Millburgers gives you when you go shopping at Millburgers. Now, it's not normally the confidence that we talk about, but listen, you go to Millburgers to buy plants. You're going to get a tree, a shrub, a flower, a water feature, whatever you're going to get. You're going to feel confident knowing that the choice that you make is going to do well in South Texas because the plants they carry are known and time-tested to do well in South Texas. You're going to feel confidence knowing that the person who helps you and says, uh, you should plant that, is going to take it into consideration. Do you have shade? How much do you water? Where are you going to plant it? So that you're going to plant it in the right place for that particular plant. You're going to feel confident that if it's not a good match, Millburgers is going to tell you, you got too much shade. It's not going to do well. You're going to feel confident knowing you're getting a great price, great service, and all the advice you need at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road. Del Wamsley talks about positive cash flow tax-free. I bought one little rent house. So a month later, I bought three more. Now I started receiving even more positive cash flow, $880 a month positive cash flow after just two months. This cash flow was tax-free because of the way I did it, because if you know how to do it the right way, you won't pay taxes on that. Give yourself a raise, tax-free. Find out how at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register today at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. The following is a true story. I had a lady that was in her mid-70s, and I'd sold her timeshare, and that was the lowest I'd ever felt in my life. I knew then that I had to do something to simply not to go to hell for selling timeshare. Chuck McDowell founded Wesley Financial Group to help folks cancel their timeshares permanently. Called her and everybody that I'd sold timeshare to, and I said, this is what I said to you that was a lie, and this is what you need to do to cancel your timeshare. From that point, people started referring friends to me to help them cancel their timeshare, and that's how it all started. I fought the world's largest timeshare company in federal court. If I had lost that lawsuit, there would be no one helping people that have been lied to when they bought timeshare. If we take you as a client, we will cancel your timeshare or we'll give your money back. That's what makes us different. Call Wesley Financial Group now for a free information kit. 800-515-1771. That's 800-515-1771. 800-515-1771. To some, a baby's babbling doesn't mean much, but it does. Especially if there's no babbling at all. 
Little to no babbling by 12 months or later is just one of the possible signs of autism in children. Learn more at AutismSpeaks.org. Brought to you by Autism Speaks and the Ad Council. When it matters to you, it matters to us. This is conservative talk that you can count on. 930 AM, The Answer. Take us wherever you go with our mobile app through TuneIn, iHeart, or Radio.com. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Day. That's the Coast Guard theme, if I read that correctly. 210-308-8867. Quick one about Spider-Man pest control. All right, termites are going to be here. Our termites are here. Mosquitoes are coming. If they're not already here, I want you to go to GoSpiderManPest.com. GoSpiderManPest.com and learn about how Spider-Man termite and pest control can help you. Check out his uh, innovative way to deal with uh, mosquitoes, mosquitoes uh, especially if you're interested in... Yeah. Preserving the butterfly populations in your landscape. The Into Care mosquito trapping system is used by Disney World. It's used by uh, folks in Florida, Millburgers, and so yeah, it's uh, it it really is innovative and works well, and folks are loving it. Uh, Spider Man can talk to you about organic controls. He can talk to you about synthetic controls. If you say you want Jerry's treatment, your house will glow and you'll be able to read at night. <laughs> uh, but uh, Spider Man probably it kills the, fleas on dogs. It too. kills fleas in the neighbor's yard. There you yeah, go. Just, there you <laughs> go. <laughs> all right, Spider Man termite and pest control two one zero six five six thirty seven twenty one two one zero six five six thirty seven 21 or go spidermanpest.com. Trace has been so patient and he's got some cool things to talk about. Where do you want to start, Trace? Well, let's let's start it with the the teaser we did last weekend of something right. we've never advertised before. Okay. So, uh, Mexican feather grass. Yeah. So, it's one of the uh, I think it's the only ornamental grass that doesn't go sleepy for winter. And uh, you're seeing it in a lot of landscapes, dry areas, uh, uh, the mall areas when the, in those big uh, uh, plantings that they have, and it just kind of flops around in the wind. It's really cool looking, and it's a it's a lime greenish color. And uh, we got them on sale for I think five eighty eight. How tall do they get? Five forty four. Yep, five forty four. While supplies last, in yeah. the one gallon or the number one container. Okay, so uh, regularly six ninety nine. Yep, so that's a that's a good one, and um, again, what? an unusual. We've never done that before. What's the number one container? Well, you know we can't call it a gallon oh, okay. legally anymore. No. It used so to be a gallon? It's, it's, a nur- it's a nursery gallon, Okay. which is not no. big. really a gallon. And uh, so uh, we decided we were going to start calling them what, uh, number ones, number threes, number okay. fives. But I won't know what they are. Yeah, I've well, got I, I just explained it to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It says num- number one, it's a nursery one gallon, which is like 2.8 okay. quarts or something like that. Oh, okay. Huh. That's, um, that's, that's the container right there. Yeah. Correct. Number one. All right. Now, is that the one that gets real tall? How tall does the Mexican? Uh, a couple, two, three feet. All right. So it's, uh, it's really cool. I'll ask you about my other question uh, on something similar, I think, in a little while. I've seen, by the way, the split leaf... Uh, they're just flying out the door. Aren't they, they are. It, it really is fun to watch people. People like those. Yeah, no, it's such a good sale. So, 
in in this uh, crisis, the growing operations are all limited as well, hmm. and so I'm having to go out of the box of looking for things that uh, that people may want, but have never been on sale before. So that's a teaser for next weekend. Oh, okay. And it's a big ad. <laughs> oh, okay. That's a that that picture on y'all's uh, sales page of that split leaf philodendron. Did you take that picture? No. Okay. Is it's it's huge. It shows huge leaves. Yeah. And that's no under. That's uh, not an under exaggeration. No, that's what they look like yep. here. That's what they look like. Now these were all shade grown. Um, they could be put in the sun, but the leaves that are on them would fry, and the new ones would come out adjusted to the new circumstance huh. uh, and be a little smaller. And wow. uh, and the tears would flow if they weren't ready for that. Yes. What? So yeah. we can't. What happened to my beautiful philodendron? Yeah. So we can't talk about the uh, the stuff until next next week or until they see the yeah, ad they can on Wednesday. See the ad on Wednesday. So it'll yeah. be a newspaper on Wednesday. It'll be online on Wednesday. Millburgernursery.com. And then some semblances of it again on Saturday, but that ad will run all the way to Monday. Okay, cool. There, there's one There's one item in there that I think everybody's going to go. We had to put a while your last while lasts on it. Okay. Um, so uh, it'll be interesting. So, man, go to millburgernursery.com on Wednesday so you find out. All right, two on. Yeah. I, th- I thought at, at, that, at the price that we put it at, you'd think we were still back in the 70s. <laughs> Whoa, man. I thought I thought I, that I your, really do want to know. I thought that your special plant, as I walked up here, was going to be the scented geranium. Well, I've run that on sale before. Yeah. Oh, have you? But they look good, didn't they? Well, you got a bunch of them. Citrus, I, citrus. We, we got 140 citrus. in, and what you saw is all that's left. Yeah. So, and they, but they all still look good, and uh, you know, everybody's always asking for mosquito repelling plants, and that is the best of the bunch. Very cool. Um, I didn't say it was great. It's the best of the bunch. <laughs> All right. So, Dad, did you want to talk about anything else here? Or you want to help us talk to Sylvia? Let's talk to Sylvia. Sylvia's on the line. Got a peach tree question at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Sylvia? You got Trace, oh, Calvin, and Jerry to talk to. Disaster. Disaster. Uh, I have a, a peach tree that's three years old. I'm the one that called last year and threatened to pull out that stupid plum tree that I have that I've yet to taste the plum from it. Uh, and you you gentlemen talked me out of it. I should have done it yeah. then. <laughs> no, it still hasn't given me a single peach. I mean, it's plum. But let me tell you about this disaster I have on my hands. I have a, 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 a La Feliciana peach. And the first year, it just gave me tons of peaches. And the second year, I don't know, we had a freeze or whatever, and I lost all the blooms on it. But now this year, it's loaded with peaches. And the main branch, the one that comes out in the middle, it broke off to the ground, just snapped off. So right now I have... One other, well, there was three main branches. One I have propped up with a ladder, and the other one I have, my neighbor made me a prop for it. And they're they're very, they're heavy with fruit. Should I go ahead and pick a bunch of it off so it can 
cake dough. Well, yes. it's what, what kind of tree, what kind of fruit is it? Be- What's peach. The, no, I La know Felicia. what variety. La Feliciana. Oh, La Feliciana. Okay, so we got another month. Another month. That's, yes, that's, why, that's why, yeah, that's why you prune them and then thin them pretty early. Well, I did uh, that. I, I, I thought I had pruned she them. She did correctly. that, Calvin. Yeah, she took off six peaches. Come on. Please, at least six fruits. <laughs> oh, gosh. And well, there's 6,000 on there. And they're, how big are they now? Well, you know, they're good size now. And oh, they're turning, man. they're turning uh, red, and I'm tempted, and that's what I was calling you about. I'm tempted to just thin them out right now and leave a few on there and let them grow, so it, it'll give take the weight off of the branches. Oh, Is that what I should do? Uh, that's what I would do. Uh, but again, if you done it earlier, then the ones that you left on would actually be even sweeter and yeah, bigger. No. I know. Lessons learned. I know for next but, year. Uh, what, you're, what, you're, what you're accomplishing now, you might save those branches. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. I don't want to lose them because I can't leave that ladder, that huge 12-foot ladder there in the middle of my yard. Uh, I, I'm t- it, would it be okay if I went ahead and just took a lot of the fruit off? And, and well, that's... Yeah, we'll give you permission to do. Yeah, you. That's always an option. It's... <laughs> yeah. Well, I hate to do that. And, and my next question was going to be: Will that fruit ripen off the tree? Nope. Nope. <laughs> no. No. Oh, that, that's too bad. Because they're, yeah. they're, you know, they're good sized and they're already turning red. Uh, okay. Now that, well, that that main branch did that split? Down to the to the trunk. Uh, no, not all, all the way, the way the down. Trunk? He just he just snapped off. You know where it was coming out of. I, I woke up one morning, came outside, and Zappo, there it was, on the ground. But it did, didn't go back into that main trunk. No, no, sir. Where it the didn't. other bright other deals are originated, other yeah, limbs are originated. Right, the other branches are still. You know, attached to that one big one coming out of there. It was just the top of it that snapped off. Do you think, oh, okay. Do you think she needs to seal it so that we don't get bores or something in there? I don't think that'll be. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, really know, I was I asking about so. that main trunk. Is, uh, is If that main trunk was damaged, she might as well take the whole tree out. Hmm. Oh, gosh. No, well, no. At the, very, the very least, kind of make a make a note to, to in February to to go on PlantAnswers.com, look at the diagrams of how the thing should be pruned. I did, I did, Calvin. I went to <laughs> I went to the Plant Answers and I, I got my yard man. I I pointed out, showed him the pictures, and I said, you know, these need to come off, and and he cut them off. Hmm. And I thought I was, you know, I'd done well, but I think, I think what the problem is, it's too much fruit on that tree, and too I probably fruit? should have fruit, taken fruit. off fruit. Oh, yeah. Well, oh, yeah. That's definitely I, the problem. I, I, now, I should probably, have taken t- a lot of the blooms off of it. When there you go. Chances but, are it won't have much fruit next year. Well, that's okay, but at least I'll keep the tree. 
and, and right. whatever group exactly. I have left yeah. on there. Right you attitude. Know. Yeah, it's and, a good, and I understand it's a good variety that, for sure. That 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 uh, the less fruit, the bigger the peaches. There you go. Am I it correct? It takes ten ten percent of the blooms to make a hundred percent of the crop. Okay, I will dive into that then. In the meantime, I'm going to thin out all that fruit and leave a few on there and see if it will take the weight off of the existing branches. Is that There you go. Okay, I got you. Good girl. Thanks. I was just calling in to verify. Okay. Cool. Thank you. You guys have a great day and stay safe, okay? Thank you, Sylvia. You You too. All right, 210-308-8867. The number, 210-308-8867. What else is going on, Trace? Uh, it's just a beautiful day. Yeah, it is Weather, a pretty day here. weather's cooperating, and uh, I was a little worried last night when my wife made me drive to the the car wash to park. And, oh, uh, Lord. Well, she, she's paranoid on hail. I know. Oh. Well, it can do some damage. I, I've been in a nursery that got hammered twice, and uh, that's no fun to come into. So I lost a little sleep, but uh, everything was good. You know, the wholesale grower, uh, Peterson, uh, lost uh, lost all his inventory from a, from a hailstorm that just hit there. And I remember it was it was a weekend because we were they, doing the show. They they had it all rolled out on those yeah, things, and, yeah. So they didn't have it back in the greenhouse. No, I, I mean it was. I remember cl- that. I just don't remember how long ago that yeah, was. Yeah, it was clear. I mean, all around, but that one cloud was over over that nursery. So yeah, it can do a lot of damage. Uh, and and the bad bad thing about it, people never know when they're going to happen. All right. Oh, my Trace, maybe you know what this is. So we were, we were we haven't gotten a call from our listeners trying to help me. Your Mexican feather grass made me think of it because it kind of looks like it, although it's tall, taller than I am. Um, and it looks like almost like river reeds. And Laura said when we were walking by that people used to take it and throw it at each other because it had a pointy little... Spear grass. Spear grass, okay. <laughs> Sounds reasonable. It's pretty. I, I remember that one when I was young, and uh, uh-huh. we'd harvest it, then go uh, go have a spear more, everybody. Yeah, huh? That would be a cowboys and Indians kind of thing. All right, cool. Okay, that's is that's, that the way it's sold? A spear grass? No, it was a weed. Oh, okay. If it's oh, if wow. it's that. No, I mean this is real tall, and it's planted as a plant in their yard. It's not a. It looks pretty. It's a nice clump. Um, I'll then, take a picture. Yeah, of it. take a picture. Okay. Hey, uh, let's see. Even if, pampas grass is sharp. Let's uh, let's help Yvette out real quick, and then we'll uh, go to break. Yvette, is there, is there somebody? Are these? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure. Uh, Yvette, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. So okay. I had a question about um, trumpet crossvines. Okay, um, I originally purchased it, um, some trumpet crossvines to put on a pergola. Um, so it would grow up it, you know, vertical, and then grow on the top of it. But now, but since we have deer in the area, um, and I don't want them to eat the trumpet flowers, um, we decided instead to move it and put it on a balcony, but we wanted to see if it's possible for it to grow along the railing of the balcony or if we need to add a mesh or something so that it can grow along the railing. Cross line. 
it has a tendency to... It wants to hold on to something, uh, generally wood or stucco. I've never seen it, though. Well, I guess you could prune the heck out of it. But it it is kind of a, you know, and, it, and a lot of times it's really thick and up against the yeah. yeah. Is it a wood railing? What kind of what kind of material is the railing? Um, it is steel, a steel rail, and they're um, and so they go you know vertical right next to each other, probably you know four inches away from each other, and there's probably you know fifty rails. It would 50? go along. Yeah. Oh, uh, so they're up and down, vertical yes. rather than horizontal. Yes. And the only part, you know, horizontal is the top of the railing. Huh. How close together are they, then? I would say about three to four inches. Oh, yeah, that'll do. Okay. And I, I, think, I, I think they, they I, just have almost little, like, suckers on them, the the, the trumpet cross spines that they kind of, you know, hold on without me adding little, anything else. It's got little tendrils, uh, so things that are rough, it's it's easy enough for it to attach on to. Uh, metal's not super rough, so it may need some help. Uh, okay. Maybe, maybe even some fishing line uh, tied so you have something to go across. Mm-hmm. Yes. And then yeah. if you don't, then it turns out you don't need that. It's relatively easy to get that fishing line out, but that's a good idea. Yeah. Now, we're, are we talking about trumpet creeper? No, we're talking, uh, no. Cross, cross, cross line. Cross line. Okay. I keep hearing trumpet creepers. Well, trumpet creepers, well, she, she could grow that through her neighborhood for two miles. Yeah, down right. One line. <laughs> okay, thank All you right, very much. Thank All you. Right, take good, care. Good luck. we got to take a break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. Manny, don't go anywhere. We're going to answer your question right after we get back on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. I want to talk to you about the confidence that Millburgers gives you when you go shopping at Millburgers. Now, it's not normally the confidence that we talk about, but listen, you go to Millburgers to buy plants. You're going to get a tree, a shrub, a flower, a water feature, whatever you're going to get. You're going to feel confident knowing that the choice that you make is going to do well in South Texas because the plants they carry are known and time-tested to do well in South Texas. You're going to feel confidence knowing that the person who helps you and says, uh, well, you should plant that, is going to take it into consideration. Do you have shade? How much do you water? Where are you going to plant it? So that you're going to plant it in the right place for that particular plant. You're going to feel confident that if it's not a good match, Millburgers is going to tell you, you got too much shade. It's not going to do well. You're going to feel confident knowing you're getting a great price, great service, and all the advice you need at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. Manny, I promise you you're up next. I want to talk to you real quick about deck and patio care. 
I was talking to to Barry Hagendorf and uh, find out how things are going and stuff. And uh, actually, they're going really well right now. A lot of folks, I guess, are are uh, are taking our advice, going to the website deckandpatiocare.com, taking a look at the pictures, and now they're kind of they're saying, "Great, okay, while well, I'm home, let's get this fixed up so I can enjoy it and the family can enjoy it." Now that we're spending more time at home. So uh, take a look at deckandpatiocare.com. Call them at 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Deck sealing, deck cleaning, deck repair, deck construction, pebble stone cleaning and sealing, fence treatment, and much, much more. Deckandpatiocare.com for Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. 210-822-9147, 210-822-9147. Forty-seven. You'll enjoy talking to Barry and uh, and uh, taking care of that part of your world and improving it. Manny, thank you for waiting at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. What's going on, Manny? I just got a question. Uh, my, okay. brother, my brother sent me down a photo of a jade plant, and he lives in Reading, Pennsylvania. Question, what is a jade plant? Is it something we could grow down here? Is it something I should buy and put into a pot so when he comes oh, down yeah. here, I, could I surprise him with it or what? Oh, yeah, you could. Uh, yeah, jade plant's uh, a very popular house plant. one of the first okay. plants I ever grew. And uh, what house. you could do if you wanted to keep it in the family is have him break off a few stems of the thing at the top and uh, send them to you, and they root readily. Okay, hold the hold. I'll just carry him down. He's coming down as soon as this stuff's over. Okay, tell him to bring you a couple of pieces of it. Actually, he owes me. He's cut off a. He's taken a lot of pieces of my cactus up there. So. He's a, <laughs> oh Lord. He's a little bit of a nutcase too. So. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for. That's what I wanted to know. Okay. I'm but anyway, uh, you can buy jade plant in most uh, uh, most nurseries. That's oh, probably you can? Yeah. yeah. They okay. they freeze. They freeze, of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if they'll come back from the ground here or not. But uh, most people grow them as house plants. That's what I want to do. They're beautiful house plants. Okay. I'll look okay. for a photo. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, Maddie. Calling. Thanks for waiting, man. Bye bye. All right, that'll free up a line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, toll-free. It's 866-308-8867. What you got going on over there? I was just reading Calvin's article in today's paper, talking about ground covers. Uh, and uh, it's on pay in Section C at the San Antonio Express News Press. Below eucalyptus trees is a good use of ground cover under shade. Of course, we don't we don't grow a lot of eucalyptus. eucalyptus trees anymore. But. <laughs> but they got that off there, isn't it? They also got uh, got a good picture of uh, dwarf aurelia, uh, which we let's see. <laughs> We had some right out here. There it is over there. They moved it to our back. But uh, uh, Dwarfarelia, a great shot, a great shade ground cover cover comes with blue, pink, or white flowers. 
So, uh, and that's that's one of my favorite plants. Yeah, it it, it can grow in in drought and it can grow in water. Hmm. And it it's uh, tough enough to spread and fill in, but it doesn't take over your whole landscape. Right. And it does well in sun and shade. Now it'll bl- you bloom more if you have it in uh, sun, a little bit of sun, like yeah, morning sun. Right. But uh, still, it, uh, it does a good job as a ground cover in the shade too. Yeah, a lot of landscapers are using it in the shade for ground cover because people are tired of Asian jasmine. I mean, it, it's so good <laughs> once it gets started. Uh, but uh, everybody wants something different. Mm-hmm. A lot of great plants uh, were so good, they uh, they became so abundant and customary that uh, people quit growing them. So uh, I don't think that'll happen with Asian jasmine because it's too, uh, too versatile a plant. Hey, before you go back, we got Bud on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Bud, what's going on, man? Well, I'm trying to dry out over here. <laughs> well, how much rain did you get? Uh, let me let me think real good here. Uh, one point one six. All right. Wow, that sounds good. about yeah. Yep. Cool. Well, what's going on? How can we help you before we get to the news? Uh. Texas big red ants, or big Texas red ants. Which okay. one of you guys knows about those? I know, I know some of y'all do. I know about them. Great. Uh, you want to kill them, or you want to multiply? No, no, no. I want, I want, I want to get rid of this. They have a mound. Well, it's not really a mound. It's just a yeah, cleared out spot with holes in it. Yeah. And they're coming out of there like crazy. They're traveling uh, 30, 40 yards away. I see them at my faucet risers on, on, on the yard. Oh, I got to yeah, do something. I, I, I got to do something. I got to get rid of these things. Well, you want to kill them, right? Yeah. Is there a, <laughs> a specific product it, which is going to... Yeah, any any of the Andro products, like uh, Andro Fire Ant Control? Oh, that works for these? Oh yeah, that'll work on those big ants. Now that's a that ant is a Texas native ant, by the way. Right. So a, lo- a lot of the uh, environmentalists uh, say you shouldn't kill them. What do they eat? They eat foliage. I mean, uh, well, they're carnivorous. I guess they eat meat. Yeah, because they insects. Yeah, so I was wondering if they picked up uh, the bait. Yeah, but they're, they're, for for a long time, I didn't think they stung. It would sting you. And uh, I parked in one one uh, one of those mounds he's talking about over at the greenhouse, and some got up my pants leg. And uh, when they reached the part of the pants leg that was pr- given pressure from the pants, they stung the hell out of it. Mm. So if you just got Jerry to stand yeah. in that hill, yeah. and, they, and he could just bat, uh, smash okay. them as they went up his leg. We got we got one minute before the news. you got to focus on this for Bud. But I don't think they're aggressive like fire ants are. No, no. Now, if, if the Amdro really doesn't do it, can I use um, Malathion? Uh, 
Well, kill, the, the Andros kill, are bait. So yeah, it'll, it'll kill those who get it on, but I don't think it'll be very effective no. in, the, in the mound. If you had any orphine or acephate, that'll oh, take okay. care of them, too. Okay. I don't have any, but if I need to get it, I will. Okay, All thanks right. a lot, guys. Thanks, no, buddy. Go. Tell you. All right, we're going to take a break and get you caught up with the news. Our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210 210- 308 8867. We got more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9 30 a.m. This is the answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9 30 a.m. The answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, live at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604. And Boulevardy Road, lots of people uh, here at Mill Burgers, all practicing uh, social distancing, got their masks on, and uh, even got their doggies here. Yeah. Uh, so we encourage you to come on by and uh, visit with us, and uh, we'll talk gardening with you. Uh, guys, the guy's been beaten up with questions. Uh, I think we've had 10 questions today off the air. Yeah. You just had a question, Calvin. Did you, uh, well, the phone number, 210 308 8867. Did you just have a question? No, I don't think so. Um, I'm trying to remember now. There was somebody. I haven't had more than seven or eight. No, <laughs> no, I know you had you had one this morning, and she had like she asked you three or four things, and then she went to Jerry and was asking him three or four things. Oh so. yeah, we had uh, Jerry and I. Jerry and I had one. We were trying to identify a plant. Oh, do we know what it was yet? Did yeah, Mary? we do. We do. Mary, well, Mary says that it was, she says it's Chinese pistache. I'm not exactly sure that I agree, but uh, the, the, it had a very potent fragrance, and it had uh, uh, small leaflets, like, you know, we, we were, it looked a lot like, uh, oh, a whole, you know, a whole bunch of plants that we're, that we're familiar with. Uh, but uh, we weren't weren't sure, so we so we asked asked her to go look, look for Mary or look for Trace, and maybe they'd know. And uh, Mary thought it was Chinese pistache. I one the one issue I had with that is that Chinese pistache grows so fast that I mm-hmm. that the way she was describing that didn't sound like it was. Uh, yeah, did she say she had it in a container? She did. Yeah. I could have slowed it down. Yeah, a I guess bit. so. Uh, is that China, this uh, that distinctive uh, fragrance? Yeah. Chinese pistache have that too. Yeah. Oh, what does it smell it's like? A, it's in the it's in the sumac family. Oh, like sumac. Oh, okay. Real, it's real potent, but it it uh, Jerry noted that it doesn't look like it's not evergreen sumac. Well, part of it was that the leaves fell off. Yeah. And. Uh, uh, didn't didn't sound like she didn't uh, sound like that it had leaf color, and so didn't yeah. sound like one of the other sumacs. But but anyhow, was it, we get we've been getting a lot of interesting questions. 
Yeah, yeah one, one question. I got uh, that same lady. Yeah, she had okra issues. Yeah, she had okra issues. And uh, she was having a one in the past years, she's had wonderful uh, success with Clemson Spineless Okra. But this year, all the plants that she planted are yellow. They're up about uh, three or four leaflets high, and they're all solid yellow from top to bottom. Hmm. And uh, that that uh, is a pretty common occurrence in the spring, early spring, when the soils are cool, cold. But, well, I didn't get good germination on yeah. my. Oh, didn't? No, I thought I'd waited long enough, but uh, of course my seed is old, couple years, <laughs> uh, three years old. Yeah, but, I'm going to reseed. That's a little late now, but I'm going to go ahead and reseed. Yeah, that. it'll make it. Um, in fact, <laughs> when the uh, Belgian farmers used to grow okra for a crop for fall, they would direct seed. They would seed in May, hmm. which is now. Yeah, to for a fall harvest. Um, the, what was that? Oh, yeah. But then she told me that her, her loving son had, had gone in and wanted to make her garden better. So he put down uh, some bark mulch and worked it into the soil. And then he put some more bark mulch on top. Of the soul, of so, what he'd worked in. Sounds like it would have been great for filling out <laughs> the orchids. <laughs> <laughs> and so, uh, I told I told her uh, she's probably looking at on top of the cold soil temperatures. She's probably looking at a nitrogen deficiency too. And uh, she told me her son uh, graduated from A and M. I didn't make any derogatory comment. But uh, uh, he he shops at uh, Home Depot or Lowe's, one of those. And so, and that's why she got one of her tomatoes, you remember. And I told her to, next time she needs some lumber, come to uh, the Millburg Nursery instead of uh, Home Depot. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh I told her the only thing she can do now is uh, is uh, add some additional fertilizer. She didn't know how he had fertilized at first. I thought I think he just added some uh, maybe gypsum or some some minerals. But uh, the 19.59 slow release fertilizer is on sale now. Still on sale. Still on sale. That's the best bargain around. Yeah. Uh, it's most so useful to every plant, uh, plant we use in the uh, summer and, then, and, of course, on the lawn still. Uh, I, li- I like to have it on on hand 12 months out oh, of the year. Oh, yeah. And so I, I told her to get some of that and uh, add quite a bit of fertilizer around, around the okra plants. Now, we she haven't she got, might also want to put it under that mulch, you know, right yeah. the mulch bag and put it under there so it can get to the root system faster. And uh, it, it'll clear, it'll probably clear up. And she didn't have a question about nematodes. And uh, she, when she pulled the plants up, did she have knots on the roots? And didn't know. 
and uh, she had a good crop last year. So uh, I'm thinking that was a problem. Yeah. And I, I think uh, the okra will grow out of it. It may be slow, but because of the cool soil and the lack of fer- fertility, it'll grow out of it. Now, whether her son's going to buy into that or not, he may be <laughs> over here explaining it to me, you know. But anyway, that's uh, okra's, uh, this is just May. And, uh, middle of May, it's already <laughs> 15th, isn't yeah. it? And it's still been pretty cool, so uh, don't worry about your okra. I, I, very, I very seldom recommend fertilizing okra. Yeah. Uh, Why is that, Jerry? Because of the 14-foot orca? Yeah, orca. yeah. Uh, remember, remember that year when I... Did Vax? Yeah. Did Malcolm? And gosh, and to uh, harvest it, I had to pull it down <laughs> all the way down. Yeah, yeah. I got a picture of my daughter when she was young, my youngest daughter, uh, picking, trying to pick some of that Vax big okra. Uh, and it was uh, 12 to 14 feet tall. Yeah, it was amazing. But it it was still kept putting out okra, the big okra pods. And uh, that was before Oscar came along, Oscar okra. And I don't, I don't know if we have Oscar okra here, but we, we usually furnish them with uh, uh, supplies of Oscar okra. A lot of our our gardeners, master gardeners and gardening volunteers probably have Oscar okra seeds still. Yeah. And uh, the seed is relatively long-lived. Oh, uh, yeah. Compared to, uh, oh, the lettuce or something. Oh, that yeah. lasts a lot longer. So I'm going to go back. I've got, I don't know if my seed is two years or three years old. I'm going to go back and just plant it thickly. There you and, go. And I expect it to and. When I planted it, I was pressing, you know, soil was relatively cool at that point. So, yeah. So we'll give it another try. Hey, we got Tom on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Tom. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Hey, guys. Uh, I want to talk about artichoke plants. Not the artichoke, not the artichoke stem, not the little leaves on the artichoke that you eat, but the plant. I've got these big, beautiful leaves that eventually fall off around the bottom of the plant. They look like, uh, you know, a, a large celery maybe. I'm just wondering if they're edible. I can't find anything online that will talk about anything but the artichoke bulb itself. I've never heard anything about eating artichoke leaves. Yeah, but you don't like radishes, so I was asking. Uh, <laughs> I was asking. Well, Calvin. <laughs> yeah, you sound like one of those guys that I tell after I've <laughs> talked with them a while, and I tell them, I said, "Well, if you can chew it, you can eat it." Okay, and we we haven't heard from a lot of those yeah. people again. You know, they never... exactly. They were probably <laughs> chewing on nightshade, right? Yeah. Well, they were. <laughs> They were, uh, one lady called me about eating uh, uh, tumbleweeds. Uh, Tumbleweed? Tumbleweeds. Well, you are a vegetable specialist. Yeah. And uh, I realized I was dealing with uh, somebody that was kind of uh, confused. I'm using that word. And so I said, well, if you can eat it, you can chew it. If you can chew it, you can eat it. 
And I never heard from her again. Yeah. <laughs> but apparently there's, uh, uh, I guess, like a wild artichoke, and the, the uh, stalks of the leaves are called cardoons, I think. That's the closest right. I could find. And those right. are edible. So I'll be done. I just, I hate throwing these leaves away. They're big and they're beautiful, but the bottom leaves oh, eventually yeah. would just sort of crack and fall to the ground. Um, you know, and, yeah, and are, you, are you Are you married? I am. Okay, let your wife have some first. Yeah, she's not that crazy. (laughs) (laughs) No, I can't. I can't tell you whether. uh, I I tell you, you could do a search or artichoke leaves edible. And uh, well, I've done. I've done that extensively, and I I can't find anything other than some mention of cardoons. Um, okay. The other the, the well, other issue I'm having, the, I got five or ten artichokes coming out on one plant now, but the the first one is it just very shortly after it popped out, it started opening up, and it's not yeah. even the size of my fist yet. You know, the normally the ones you'll see in the grocery store are, are pretty Dude, large yeah. and still tightly closed. Did it did did it bloom purple? It's it's about to. I'm going to let that particular one bloom to see what it looks like. It's swollen up a lot at the bottom, so it looks like it's about yeah. ready to pop. Okay. That that uh, <laughs> that bloom is beautiful. It's, I don't know if you're a photographer or not, but uh, the bloom is beautiful. And uh, it's, it's, it's silky, and it's uh, usually purple. And uh, great for taking bee, taking pictures of bees and insects like that in in the in the flower, because they get in there after the nectar, and they can't get out. Uh-oh. So, uh oh. <laughs> well, I mean, they have to work to get out, but uh, you can get pictures of them while they're trying to get out. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll do that. Well, everybody's a photographer these days because we all have. Yeah, that's for yeah, that's for sure. Yeah. Well, needless, needless to say, we didn't give you any strong no, advice on whether you can eat those leaves. <laughs> so that's Jerry. Jerry, that's your that's your homework assignment for this week, and I'll call yeah. back next week. <laughs> All right, guys. Yeah, let us let us know if you find anything def- definitive. I will. I will. Because there's a lot of good uh, vegetation going to waste otherwise. <laughs> and, and are you are you a lot a lot of times are you hungry? The, I mean. Since they've closed a lot of the restaurants. Uh, and next he'll be wanting to eat that plant. That yeah. <laughs> What was that plant? Sword plant? Or? Uh, yeah, the spear no, plant. The spear plant. Spear. Yeah. Are you familiar with that? Did you grow up in this area? What's it called? Oh, I, I think I know which one you're talking I've been here over 20 years, but no, I didn't grow up here. Okay, yeah, this is <laughs> where you would have... Uh, run around the neighborhood with your friends, picked one of these, and then thrown it at them so it stuck them. Oh, yeah. that sounds like fun, Milton. <laughs> <laughs> did they bleed, Milton? I didn't say it was fun. Didn't say did I did they bleed? It. I don't know. What do you mean? You threw them at me? No, and I didn't do them? it. That's what people described it for me. Oh, okay. I, I did not do did. it. I grew up in Louisiana. We threw alligators at people. <laughs> <laughs> and they did bleed when they got one. All right. Thank you, sir. Okay. Thanks, guys. Good, Good to All talk right. to you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll-free, it's 866-308-8867.
Hey, you know, it's always neat when something that we have on sale at the nursery is actually blooming around town, uh, and we're seeing the Vitex blooming. Yeah. Are y'all seeing them bloom? This is the time, and they've got a pretty picture of yeah of the Vitex on their sales uh, sheet. Yeah, the number five. Oh uh, Lord. Yeah, number five container now. Regularly twenty four ninety nine. What is that close to? Almost twenty five dollars. Yeah, almost, but not. And uh, on sale for eighteen eighty eight. Your Gold Star Esperanza is on sale too. Yeah, that that's what will be know? blooming or is blooming. What size now. container is that in? The number five? No. I don't know. No, the Gold Star Star is. A no, no. Which one? Twelve we inch pot. Were you asking about the, the Vitex or the Gold Star? Gold Star. Oh, yeah. okay. Twelve inch pot regularly. Uh, twenty-four ninety-nine on sale for nineteen eighty-eight. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good one. And yeah, that's a great a great plant for summer blooms. It, yeah. Also, it's uh, one of the the plants that uh, I think a gray gray hair hair streak is a butterfly that oh yeah nests in that uh, lays their eggs in the Esperanza. And most of the plants that they sell here at Melburgers are in bloom. Have some blooms on them. Which is an indication that that is the true gold star Esperanza. Yeah, most of the true gold stars any, anywhere should be in bloom, probably. Yeah, right. So, so kind, don't, of, kind don't, of be suspicious. Yeah, don't blame it. Don't bomb if they say they're gold star if they don't have blooms of or at least buds on them. And uh, some of people have gotten the bidding on that deal. And what what is what do you do if you have one of those. Calvin had one of those, several of those, that uh, didn't bloom, and it wasn't gold star. And uh, you you eventually solved the problem, didn't you, Calvin? Well, at first I tried <laughs> I tried to use it to, to be like Jack and the Beanstalk to get up into the yeah. clouds on it, but then that didn't work out either. So I just cut them off and there threw them away. There you go. There you go. Did you dig them out or? Cut no, them? I didn't bother digging them out. You just cut them off. Cut them off and threw them away. Put a little. Uh, yeah, cut vine and stump, stump killer. killer on them. And that's that's important too at this time of the year. Uh, we talk about it a lot, but uh, well, I had a. Well, I forget if that lady was on the air or not. But so they were getting ready. Oh, I know there was that. <laughs> I think it was that cut, uh, that uh, cat's claw that we had oh, last yeah. week. Calvin's our cat's claw expert. And uh, that lady was telling the same story that Calvin has about the cat's claw climbing up in the trees and everything else. Mm. And uh, uh, we told her and other people that have come in, Right now, right now uh, things are beginning to leaf out, so you can see that along the fence line, uh, you're getting the trash trees up, uh, the sycamores and the, uh, uh, the uh, all, all the tr- all the seeds that the birds drop along the fence line. Hackberries. Hackberry. That's what. China berries. Mulberries. And I was telling her, I said, no matter how small that ceiling is, no matter how small, I've got them coming up in my hedges and everything else, you you have two people 
work that working it with you. One person makes the cut, and the other person dabs some of that uh, cut vine and stump killer on the on the cut recently cut surface, and that keeps it from sprouting back. And it that really makes it an efficient operation. It is uh, hard. I mean, you can do it. You can go cut them off. You can cut it off, and then go back and put. <laughs> But you lose track oh, of some yeah. of them. And, uh, Especially the real little ones. Yeah, and it gets to be an inefficient, inefficient process. So. And why is it called cat's claw? I don't know that I've seen it. Well, the, the uh, Latin binomial is, is a long thing that deals with uh, cat's claw, but it's uh, sticky. It yeah, kinda, it's got, it's got, got little, little thorns. Yeah. Oh, wow. But not... not so they rip your skin or anything, but they stick to you. Yeah. Okay. I guess that how it's that's how it propagates it, how it spreads. It finds uses those to attach no, it's, itself. Uh, to spreads by, yes, yeah, sp- spreads by sending out runners underground, above ground. Oh wow! It sounds like buildings. Sounds like bamboo. Um, well, it's a vine, though. It's clearly no, no. Vine. I know. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. So while we do, give us a call. Tell us what's going on. We need a rain report. We need to know if you know of other apps out there you can put on your phone where you can take a picture of, say, birds or another app where you can take a photo of plants or insects. I've drawn the conclusion that all the martins in the area are at in our neighborhood. We just overwhelmed. We set a record, huh? And so that's why we're not getting any Martin reports because oh, they, they must all... all be between uh, Bart and uh, several other neighbors <laughs> that have houses. Uh, we're, so if you want to know loaded. why you don't have any, they got them all in Calvin's neighborhood. Yeah. He's hoarding them. Let us let us know. like let me, toilet paper. Yeah, he let, got all let the me, Let me know if you got any. Just for uh, reassure me and see if. Okay. Uh, the, the population is as high in other places as it is in our neighborhood. All right, that. So we need Martin reports, apps that you might use to have fun while you're hiking in nature to identify birds, plants, insects, things like that. Uh, and uh, rain reports, too. And your questions. Well, that's what we're here for. 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to talk to you about the confidence that Millburgers gives you when you go shopping at Millburgers. Now, it's not normally the confidence that we talk about, but listen, you go to Millburgers to buy plants. You're going to get a tree, a shrub, a flower, a water feature, whatever you're going to get. You're going to feel confident knowing that the choice that you make is going to do well in South Texas because the plants they carry are known and time-tested to do well in South Texas. You're going to feel confidence knowing that the person who helps you and says, uh, well, you should plant that, is going to take it into consideration. Do you have shade? How much do you water? Where are you going to plant it? So that you're going to plant it in the right place for that particular plant. You're going to feel confident that if it's not a good match, Millburgers is going to tell you, you got too much shade. It's not going to do well. You're going to feel confident knowing you're getting a great price, great service, and all the advice you need at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bull Road.
Resources Day, um, where um, Al back at the station is uh, playing music for that. Anchors away, obviously, there. Our phone number here at Millburgers, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Jim is on the line. Hey, Jim, what's bugging you today? <laughs> well, a couple of comments. One, I sure like your music. And uh, Good. I'm in. I'm about the the center of Blanco County, and we had four inches of rain last night. Wow! wow. All right, that's serious. And so that puts hope- us uh, almost at seven inches this month. Hmm. I hope nobody was crossing the low water crossing in Blanco. <laughs> well, they, they had been doing it late at night. <laughs> How do things look? Are they green and, and pretty and lush, or? Well, yeah, uh, a lot of wildflowers still out. Oh, and, cool. Uh, but I, what I'd called about originally was the, and I was told that what I've got is harvester ants. And they've, they've cleaned out a spot of grass about six feet across, and there's nothing there but just ground. And then they've got runners going out from that, and I need to know how to get rid of them. You say harvester ants? Well, that's that's what they yeah. told me. That's what people told me they were. Are they big red ants? Well, they're not very big. I think big. they're the same, Jerry, as your. They're the same. I well, that same. They have that same. Yeah. I, I've always called them harvester ants. Too. Okay. They clear out that area, and then they have a. They don't. They don't make a real. They don't make a, a mound, but they have the holes, and it's clear where they're right. cleared out areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are they in the lawn, or are they in the pasture, or where are they? Well, at the at the moment, I've got a couple in the lawn, and uh, I saw one the other day in the pasture. Hello. Yeah. What are they? Hello. Yeah. Okay. Uh, have, you, have, you been, have you been able to detect what they're eating? Um. Check what they're eating. Yeah, what are I mean? Is it foliage or is it? I always no, ev- think of the every- harvester ants as uh, as foliage. It surprised me a little every- bit. On, on Jerry mentioned the uh, t- that Texas ant that he was talking about. Well, the 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 area was just I'll call it a normal lawn, you know, a little rough, but just a normal lawn, and then there is no foliage at all within about a six-foot diameter circle around their hole. Yeah. Yeah. That's them. <laughs> now, uh, the good news, well, the bad news is they're a native ant. So if you have uh, uh, feelings for the native environment, uh, whatever, uh, you won't, won't want to kill them. But if you want to get rid of them in a hurry... Uh, you can get some of these baits, like andro bait, and uh, and uh, sprinkle it. You don't have to pour a lot on. Just sprinkle around in, in that uh, barren area, andro, uh, and that'll that'll take care of, of the whole mound. Okay, just andro bait. That's that's the name. Yeah, A M D R O, and uh, okay. it's it's it'll it'll wipe them out. But then you have to live 
with the the problem or with no the knowledge that you have killed a native ant, the ghosts of the harvester ant. Uh, <laughs> uh, quite, quite often, well, you know, I, I figure it's cheaper cheaper than collecting them up, mailing someplace else. <laughs> the uh, have you ever been stung by one? No. They will sting. They're not not over. They sting hard. Yeah, they're not overly aggressive. You're right. But, but okay, that'll take care of them. Andrew. Okay, thank you all. All all right, good luck to you. Congrats on all the rain. All right, 210-308-8867. I can't remember. Blanco County's over the. Is that it's on? Oh the, yeah, the area well, it's be, north that feeds to the feeds to the recharge zone. I think so. Yeah. Hey, we got to remember the woman that uh, texted or emailed about the uh, the satsuma and the bare root satsuma that she bought. Yeah. All right. Well, she she said she exchanged it. The place took it back. She's she's not from here. She's uh she's about a hundred miles away. Okay. So that worked out. But she wants to know. She took it back. I guess so. Yeah. It sounds like it. Uh, Good. When I get the new tree, yeah. what potting mix do you prefer besides copious amounts of osmocote? <laughs> so uh, apparently she listens. Any, yeah. any good potting soil. They're, yeah. They're not overly fussy. Okay. But, but, a, but a, a good potting soil is worth the investment because you're talking about a long-lived, very productive tree if, you, if it's... And it's if it's easier to keep the soil reservoir moist and everything yeah. like that, it's it's much much uh, easier in the long run. Yeah, she's gonna grow it in a container, right? Sounds I like guess. yeah. She said when she puts it in the container. So. Yeah, get get you a larger container. Now you're dealing with a little tree here, and then uh, fill it full of uh, uh, the. It, 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 uh, a good well-drained potting mix. Uh, get a big bag of it. And then uh, when you put that Osmocote in there, mo- most potting mixes don't come with uh, fertilizer. They, don't, they have very little fertilizer in them, if at any. And so uh, when you get the potting mix, you, you're basically getting something to support the root system. So you go ahead and uh, use that copious amount of osmocote. And then uh, Calvin found that uh, uh, addition of a, uh, of a water-soluble fertilizer, when you water it, about every, what, two weeks you did that? Yeah, for a while, and I did it for a long time every month. That, that even worked fairly well. Yeah, and that'll make your tree grow real fast. So, uh, and nice color. You did good by taking that back. Good. I don't know. She didn't say what variety she got, did she? No, I don't think she's bought one yet. She wants to know. She's going to buy the soil, it sounds like, at the same time. Okay. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. You're good with those numbers. 210-308-8867, <laughs> 866 866- 308-8867. I really don't know how many folks do toll-free stuff since everybody's on a, a cell plan that includes long distance, but just kind of curious if you call us. So she's 100 miles away, so she could call us toll-free. Yeah. Um, I think she's shy. This this week in the garden, uh, yeah. Calvin talked about that most wildflowers have quit blooming and are maturing their seed. 
Let them finish the process. Some exceptions are bee balm, sunflower, salvia, coccinia, verbena, and fireweed. What do you mean by that? Some are, some are exceptions are. They're blooming. Some of them are still blooming. Oh, okay. Yes, In other uh, words, you don't cut them back. Yeah. Or take, take. You can take the blooms of the uh, the seed of those plants, but after they've quit blooming. Yeah, and dry it up. It was just an observation that yeah. uh, that you can have, uh, and I think a lot of a lot of folks do have uh, try to extend the season by putting some of these late bloomers in. That bee balm is pretty impressive. Yeah, is Bart still getting uh, the uh, he, he hasn't, blue bonnets? Uh, he yeah, hasn't given us so. a report on the, the the final. How many times, Jerry, can you do that? Do you think? Yeah, before the plant says, "Hey, before the plant catches on to this." Like I say, Carol, Carol Abbott's son, Mark, just kept doing it. Did huh? it for two years. What? Wow. Plant wow. lasted for two years. Goodness. Okay, Bart. <laughs> Call us and give us a report. 210-308-8867. And Calvin also says to spread Cosmos and lower bush petunia seed to provide oh, more summer naturalized flowers. So, uh, so one of the people that uh, came up here to ask questions was ta- asking about petunias. And I said I didn't, uh, I couldn't uh, remember if there were still uh, lower bush uh, transplants out there? No, um, I doubt it. Are there any seeds any place? Yeah, there's wild well, seed farm. Well, wild and they seed. have seeds in the rack too. I here? believe here. Yeah, I yeah. believe so. I will have to ask Trace, but yeah, wild seed farms has them in big quantities. Because they're so. uh, they're everywhere in uh, our, my landscape, in my, my gardens. All right. So speaking of that, real quick, on the uh, the Laura Bush petunia. Since I have one in a container and, and would like it in the garden, uh, in like a little bed, can I, I think I already asked this, but can I just trim it down and throw the, the cuttings into the the bed and hope it comes back? Is it big? Yeah. I mean. It's real, it's not, it's it's all lanky now, so it's, okay. it's probably yeah. too. Cut it in half. Cut in half and then. If I want it to come up somewhere, throw it where, yeah. discard it where I hope it comes up. There you go. Okay. That'll work. I wonder if anybody ever does it. We have this patch of grass that's just, it's under, it's, it, it just, it's all, it grows stuff. It gets some sun, like dappled sun, but nothing good. That's where I put the, the blue bonnets, and they did well there. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking, okay, I wonder if that would look good, but. What kind of tree is it under? Um, I'm trying to remember. It's It's huge. I mean, did it lose its leaves in the winter? Yeah, I believe so, yes. Okay. That's so, why the blue bonnet did okay. Oh, okay. Okay. Anyway, maybe I'll throw some there just to see. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you're going to throw them away anyway, usually, after you cut them back. Well, again, I'm hoping, like, uh, when I went to Quality Organic, uh, they had a whole bed of them blooming. Yeah. And they, and they were beautiful. Oh, yeah. And when I asked what they were... We don't know. They just keep coming back every year. <laughs> That's horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, um, I look, reading back over this, I left out a plant about the spreading seed at this time of the year. Zinnias? I did. <laughs> I can't believe I overlooked that, Calvin. That's hard. I, I couldn't understand how Calvin had left that out. <laughs> okay. Uh, I got a 
I got a, a note from a lady today, this morning, as a matter of fact, and uh, she says, uh, I have a question regarding curling leaves on my cucumber, on my zucchini, cucumber, and watermelon plants, and also plants that are dying, and she attached some photos. I'm wondering if this is most likely caused by disease or if it's possible 2,4-D poison. Nobody, nobody writes that. Nobody suspects that unless they've... Some, some uh, suspicion that something, cause yeah, somebody spray barrel to be Absolutely. We have, a, we have neighboring crops near us. Is it possible to send the... Soul sample. They're going to, she wants to send a soul sample uh, to A and M. Okay. Did, did they test souls over at A and M? Yeah, I believe so. Okay. Uh, and, and and they tell you what to what to add to it. Not that I don't know. Oh, uh, okay. yeah, but she was she's trying to figure out if yeah, it, she's trying to diagnose whether it was. <laughs> okay, she's talking about soil sample. But that won't diagnose uh, 2,4-D poison or any type of uh, or diseases. Excellent. And so she sent me some pictures, and uh, it's definitely 2,4-D poison. Oh, wow. Is it an, and, is adjacent to an agricultural producer? Yeah, yeah, I guess so. She said, we have neighboring crops near us. Yeah, see. And you, so, um, you could call the Department of Agriculture. Hey, let's uh, let's take a quick break. We'll, we'll figure this out in a minute. We got to take a break. <laughs> More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up on nine thirty a.m. The answer. Hey, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road. I want to talk to you about the confidence that Millburgers gives you when you go shopping at Millburgers. Now, it's not normally the confidence that we talk about, but listen, you go to Millburgers to buy plants. You're going to get a tree, a shrub, a flower, a water feature. Whatever you're going to get, you're going to feel confident knowing that the choice that you make is going to do well in South Texas because the plants they carry are known and time-tested to do well in South Texas. You're going to feel confidence knowing that the person who helps you and says, uh, well, you should plant that, is going to take it into consideration. Do you have shade? How much do you water? Where are you going to plant it? So that you're going to plant it in the right place for that particular plant. You're going to feel confident that if it's not a good match, Millburgers is going to tell you, you got too much shade. It's not going to do well. You're going to feel confident knowing you're getting a great price, great service, and all the advice you need at Millburgers Landscape Nursery, 1604 on Bullfordy Road. Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Great choice of music. Have a nice job today. 210-308-8867, the number to call. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Al does a good job every day. That's true, he does. Uh, Getting back to my uh, lady that had the 
zucchini, cucumber, and watermelon plants damaged by uh, 2,4-D. The way you know it's 2,4-D is that uh, the leaves actually thicken. In other words, they, get, they have a thick appearance to them, and they curl a little. But they're also dark green. It's not like they have any uh, dead spots in them or anything. It's a cucumber where the leaves are dark red green and thick. The old leaves are very thick. And so uh, that's a, that a lot of times if it's 2,4-D damage, where it's not real bad, uh, it'll actually grow out of it and actually produce a, gr a good crop. But uh, the, as bad as these pictures are that she sent me, uh, would be to go ahead and uh, remove them. And uh, it's getting late to plant uh, zucchini and cucumber and watermelon. Uh, you can wait till fall if you want to. Wait till uh, July and replant. Or you could try a few zucchini, cucumber, and watermelon. Uh, I doubt, I imagine that the 2,4-D spring is over for this season. They, only, they mainly do it in the spring. But uh, that's what I would, I would recommend. Let's see. Calvin talks about uh, putting bird baths in a location uh, for the European and native bees to use the water. Oh, it's a, so you were you're watering about that the last week watering too. the bees, huh? Yeah, the bees are lo looking for. Yeah, of course it's uh, we've, we've had a couple of good rains here, so they're I'm sure they're much happier than they were. But uh, you know what bees do with the water, Milton? Make honey. No, you know, maybe. Cool Although, the hive. There you go. Okay. Yeah, that's good, Milton. I remember you told me. Cool the hive. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's their air conditioner. Um, <laughs> place, place bird baths in a location where you can ob observe the action. Yeah, they're funny. Uh, yeah, it's always amazing how fast the, they'll splash all that water out. Yeah, even the squirrels will uh, uh, come out and drink out of that yeah. bird bath. Sit on it. Uh, uh, they say, and then Calvin says, uh, plant eggplant by transplant in the vegetable garden. If you, if you can find eggplant transplant. Okra can be planted by seed. Is that right, Calvin? <laughs> I'm going to do it. I'm going to do Snap beans. That's right. And, uh, of course, uh, we, you don't think about this in a, in a small home garden, vegetable garden, but uh, a lot of commercial people will plant uh, southern peas now for, for a uh, green manure crop and, and work it back into the soil. Helps keep the weeds out. Yeah, it, it, it keeps the weeds out. I think they they do a lot of that. We used to try to, try to do it at the uh, extension service on the on the classroom gardens. Oh, okay. Because the kids would leave for the yeah summer, and the raised beds would get all overrun with Bermuda grass. Oh, yeah. So you try to plant uh, some southern peas because they got by without 
uh, much watering or any watering and uh, filled, generally uh, shaded out, uh, at least made it a lot easier to start start in the fall again in the garden. Yeah. Hey, oh, we got Dennis on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey, Dennis, is this uh, the Dennis that helps us out, or is this a new Dennis? Uh... This is a dentist that knows Barrett. Well, yeah, you're okay with us then. Got... I beg your pardon? You're okay with us then. Oh, I, I, I trust you implicitly. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that, that <laughs> was your first mistake. But, yes, how can we help you, Dennis? <laughs> okay. The, the, you, you guys mentioned a fertilizer earlier and said it was still on sale. Mm-hmm. And first, what's the name of it? How long is it on sale? And then I have another question. So I think Jerry was talking about the uh, slow release lawn fertilizer nineteen five nine. Yeah, and the one the one that Milberters has is in is uh, got little extra iron and uh, other enrichments to make to make it more desirable. It's uh, nineteen ninety nine for the uh, thirty pounds. Is it no? It's twenty nine forty pound bag. Forty uh, on sale for nineteen eighty eight. Oh, so that's a good deal. Now, the sale item, the sale brochure I'm looking at right now is good through May 13th. Uh, that which is through two days ago. That, yeah, that's no, no, no. Started. It's good through sun, uh, Monday. The price is through Monday, May 18th. Right. Ah. A couple of weeks now. More. And if I had to guess, it's going to be on sale next week too. But don't take what, a chance. What, that's a good uh, all-around, I mean, all-the-time all fertilizer, right? Right, right, yeah. for everything. Trees, shrubs, children, okay. everything. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Now, here's the technical question. I always forget, when you have the three numbers, like 1959, is the 19 for the roots or the leaves? The ni- 19 is, a fr- is a nitrogen. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's you don't want to sim- you don't want to simplify it too much, <laughs> though, because all all three of those are important. Yeah. Together. Right. Yeah, but but what I was, you know, you'll have sometimes it's a twelve 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 or a o o twelve or you know. Yeah. But but I was thinking that that basically one number was for the top, one number was for the stem, and one number was for the roots, basically. Well, yeah, you can look at it that way, but that's wrong. Nitrogen uh, is is used by all parts of the plant. Uh-huh, yeah, it's uh-huh. the five is uh, phosphorus, and that uh, has a tendency to uh, enhance root development as well. But it also goes into the into the leaves, in, <laughs> into the top of the plant. It's it's the uh, power. It's the uh, then that third number is the potassium, which yeah. I guess in uh, simplest terms, it's pr- re- real important for fruit and vegetables and yeah. blue blooms too. And the ratio is the one that when you recommend, which the three nineteen five nine three, three one two, two approximately three one two. Yeah, that's ratio. Ah, oh. yeah. Don't confuse him with three one two, Mel. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> When you have an OO12, that doesn't have a ratio to it. <laughs> I guess it's... I guess no. it's, it's, yeah, it's a zero, zero... All, all potassium? 100. 
Yes. <laughs> Does that mean it's all? So it's nitrogen. I'm, I'm trying no, to I guess it's it. zero zero one. Oh, when so will it's, the, but it's when, when will the next master gardening class be? Wow! Not till uh, this fall, I think. Okay. In yeah, Bear, in Bear County, you know the. Yeah, yeah, I haven't seen an announcement on that yet. Yeah, the other. Okay. You know, Comal County, Guadalupe uh, County, be, they've all done class. Will that be posted on PlantAnswers.com? About it for sure. Yeah, we'll talk about it on the radio. Uh, but uh, are you thinking about joining and going to a class, going to the classes? My sister-in-law uh, did it, and her her garden yield really took off. Oh, great. <laughs> yeah, there's a few little hints that you'll pick up that uh, will help your gardening effort. Now, yes. I would uh, I would go ahead and uh, call, well, I, I don't know, I guess they're taking calls at the extension office, but uh, check in with the extension office uh, weekly, or David, and then we're going to have another, another okay. class. Now, when you say extension office, that's the whole title is Bear County Extension Office. Yeah, uh, Texas A and M AgriLife right. Extension, actually. Right. Okay. Now I know how but to look But all, all those, uh, all those names will get you there. Okay. Okay. Thanks. Well, thank Dennis. you so much. Yep. Uh, bye, Dennis. You take care. Okay. All right. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. So I'm trying to figure out how I'm going to remember the order and the ratio. So, so far, all I can come up with, night falls perfectly. So, nitrogen, phosphorus, uh, potassium. What do you think? There's probably a better one. I like the night because it's nitrogen, night, and then pho, falls, phosphorus, maybe. And then if someone else has one, they can help me with to remember because I can never remember the order. But now I can, I think. I don't know if it'll help or not. Calvin's giving me this look. Uh, like, where, where are you going with this? Is the show almost over? Because uh, I think you've, gotten the, you've gone off track. So night falls perfectly. Nitrogen, phosphorus, potassium. Uh, if you got a better... I'll never forget it now, Milton. <laughs> never forget people. No. Okay. So, all right, 210, actually, no, no we got to no, say goodbye. We're running out of time. <laughs> Thanks to Al for doing a great job with the music. Thanks, of course, to you for listening. We will see you tomorrow back here at the nursery, or you can call us, and uh, we'll be happy to talk to you. On behalf of Dr. Parsons and Dr. Finch, uh, we'll see you then. I'm Milton Glick, and this is 930 a.m., The Answer.